Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends, anonymously, of course. My friend's on a boat with Kylie Jenner and... He was in charge of taking Travis Scott, like he was his chaperone. And oh he like he would take Travis around jet skiing through the island. What were they like? Yeah, amazing apparently. Really lovely. Oh God, Sophia Richie was on Kirby. board. Welcome, <laughs> Miss Emily Morgan to the podcast. Miss Emily, what's your middle name? Emily Ann. Yeah. Emily Ann. Yes. Ann I'm a big Jane. old granny You're with my a middle big name. Old granny. What are all the other Morgan's middle names? We've got Sarah oh, I Jane. Yeah, because no, we call her Jane. Ryan John, obviously. Oh, yeah, love that. Um, Alice Louise, she's got the nicest name. And Emily Ann. Emily You guys Ann. have where are all these names from? Catho. Oh, somewhere in the Bible, surely. Yeah, they're Dad, all really Catho names. Yeah, because Ryan was supposed to be John and my mum was like, absolutely <laughs> not. John like, Jr. Yeah, oh God. Imagine. <laughs> oh, so, so anyway, guys, Emily Morgan is one of our very closest and dearest friends of Oh my god, I'm not making sense. Sarah's, she's our good friend. She's our good friend, but our friend Sarah is our good friend too, and it's her little sister. Who yes. um, we're very good friends with too. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I did not explain that well at all. You know, it's okay. a bit of a tongue, tongue, tongue twister. Yeah. Tongue so twister. Yeah. If I were to do that, I would How say would you, yeah, our fuck. best friend Sarah, Emily is her sister, who is also our good friend and does quite a bit of work for us. She has been instrumental and pivotal in the development of our brand Cornelia Paulina. Mainly yeah, so in logistics. And logistics. Not <laughs> wrapping, just straight logistics. Oh, we don't like to say wrapping, sorry. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want to. Look at Emily's like, fucking shut up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, golly. we have got Emily on because she used to work on the super yachts and I'm fascinated by all things super yachts, particularly with Below Deck. Love that vibe. But before we get into that world, I... You did tell me that you had influenza A last week. Yes. And because I'm obsessed with sicknesses and how people felt. And people with ADHD. ADHD. People with ADHD. Oh, OCD, sorry. Obsessive OCD. Compulsive you could probably disorder. be obsessed Disorders with Disorders in general, yeah, I, just, I think I you're just, a bit of a... I um, just asked Christine, who works downstairs on the reception, if she had a germaphobe issue. Oh, you asked her? Yeah. She said that... She, she said the toilets upstairs weren't working because the tap wasn't working. I was like, oh, yeah, but, like, who really washes their hands? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, she would have died. No, because... She, she goes, I wash my hands constantly. I go, you a bit of a germaphobe? She's like... Not really, no. I'm like, I think that you are because you cover your lemon water every day with a napkin so that flies don't get in. I've it. noticed that's, that now. That's bizarre. You go back downstairs. When you go back downstairs on reception, look, she, she has a thing a over napkin. her glass, a napkin oh. over her glass. I've what, never seen that what before. What fly just like goes flying into someone's yeah. water glass? Is I don't that think it's fly. I drunk a fly the other day. Ew. Yeah, remember when it's I good said for the I ate system. a fly? So I, I, I'll quickly tell you this. I put charcoal sticks in my water. <laughs> And Josh is constantly spraying our room with mortine. And I took a sip out of the jug and I could I chewed <gasps> something. Thinking, and I was like, oh, it's just the charcoal stick. I took it out. It was the wing of a dead fly. So you swallowed the body? Yeah. I yeah. ate a fly. Bit of protein. Bit Love of protein that. for the girlies. But, yeah. yes, hey, you had influenza. I did. Talk oh me my through gosh. that. It was hands down the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. I didn't even know life, you had that. Ever. Like, I would have COVID 20 times over 
Did you think you had COVID? I thought I had COVID at the start and I kept doing tests because I was like, this is just not Was it off the back of a big weekend? Um, So I've been really sick for like a couple of weeks with like really bad allergies and Mm. it's like spread up to my sinus and it's just thrown me off. Yeah, so it's like I've been literally for like three weeks I'll have – a Zyrtec every morning, a Telfast every afternoon, and I have anti have antihistamine eye drops three times a day and nasal oh, spray all so through the day, every day. That's what I had before. And so I'd like the long weekends was just chilling. I went to Lost Sundays for like an hour and then left because my allergies were so bad. Wait, so your eyes were watering so Itchy, much? Itchy, like dry eyes. I never understood the concept of dry I don't eyes either. until what is it? it's. <laughs> Have you always had allergies? It's like not really. I've developed them somehow. Mum and Ryan get them quite bad. Mum particularly, <sighs> but for somehow I've just. So wait. Ju- apparently, you get them. With age, sometimes you can just you develop them. You are an old grand Yeah, I'm yeah, growing into you. Um, but so I had that. It was like imagine the itchiest eyes in the world, like trying to rub your eyes and there's like no moisture there. No, like, and it's yes, like, man, oh, gave me yeah, like So that's that. And then like that. I had a few drinks on Anzac Day and that must have just sent my immune system sh- like shot. I must have picked it up somewhere from rather there or the London. And I woke up on Wednesday like – thought thinking I was dying did COVID tests I was like what the hell like this is so bizarre like a headache that was so painful like Nurofen nothing would cure it it. normally I'm fine if it's a headache because you're like you can have a Panadol and you feel fine like you can still get shit done like I couldn't look at my computer screen I couldn't and then I went to sleep that night and I had hot cold sweats I'll show you this video after of when I woke up it is like (gasps) disgusting I had to change my sheets every well my mum had to help me because I was literally like (laughs) dying like I've never been that sick before in my life I was like in and out of consciousness oh, on do you have the, that thing for you the bad up? three days. Like don't you reckon when you're in and out you can't remember if you've really slept or not? Yeah, you're confused. I've hardly slept because I would wake – my sheets would be soaking wet yeah. and then I'd try and like get back to sleep but I'm like in wet sheets so I'd have to take the sheets off in the middle of the night. And, like, oh, my God. But the dream, don't you reckon you get start confusing your thoughts yes, and dreams because you're trying so hard to get to so bed? So bad. I, it got to the point like Campbell came over and dropped over some more like – cold and flu night tablets and he's like get away and I was yeah he wouldn't stay I was just yeah I was like I started sobbing crying to him like which is I'm normally like a if I'm sick I'm fine I just get my shit done I didn't know you were this sick yeah I was like you moved through it and I was so scared to go to sleep at night because that's how like bad it was like it was like the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced and the worst thing is like because it's viral you can't treat it with anything you just have to write it down so I was just like oh my god like hopefully tomorrow it's gonna be better and just like I could I could just eat a piece of toast like what day what day did you start to feel Wednesday was shit and then it was like from Wednesday midday to like Friday Friday night was the first time I was able to like get up and kind of move. That's yeah. crazy. That's so weird, don't you reckon? Because you would have just thought you had COVID. But you yeah, didn't. I didn't. I kept <laughs> testing every day. Like I would have, pref- <laughs> I would have preferred to have COVID. Yeah, I reckon COVID sounds better than that. I know, but it was the worst thing I've ever experienced you, in my life, why hands are you down. Nasally now, still. Well, I think that like I'm just still blocked I'm up. Blocked up. Ever yeah. since COVID, though, my voice has dropped like a couple decimals <laughs> fully like I can't and then I go out and every time deeper, you go out you lose I your voice because oh, we were voice. imitating Remember? you the other yeah. <laughs> yeah on the podcast <laughs> what was that about again it was just we had what a, did we say? when you were 
Oh, you know about- what? This all makes sense now when we hear about the super yachts because you were essentially a waiter and a slave in yes, a past life. A oh, that's what it started from. Yeah, yeah. Yes. because you were saying because I always ask for the name of the waiter, like I get to know them. Yeah, yeah. because I just think it's so rude if yeah. someone's waiting on you, like for the night and you just don't have the decency to just ask them about them. Like they're still a person, you so know, you ask like personal questions. I'll just, I'll just, yeah, just ask yeah. like, even just to know their name and say, thank you. So-and-so instead of just like. Did you expect the waiter to say my name's Vladimir? Did that Vladdy. Like, Vladdy. 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 Well, no, yeah, that threw me off. I was Vladimir. like, oh, Vladdy, Daddy. Vladdy, Daddy. <laughs> did, we come, like, did we come up with like it an just idea where he's from? Yeah, it didn't, it didn't suit Russia. him though. Like he was Ooh. fully uh, just Australian. I'm pretty sure he said he was like Australian. but He's got to be Russian. Yeah, of some descent or his mum is like some fruitcake. Yeah, no, I just think about her all the time. Yeah. She's a vibe. How funny is that? I'm loving it. I've nearly finished. Um. Yeah, you will not. You love it. Yeah. Now I keep wanting to do her accent and I can't do it. The main place that that came from though about asking the waiters is specifically working on the super yachts and you work with people, like work for people that have just the most insane amount of wealth yeah. and like you appreciate so much when someone is actually like really thankful Treats for you. with respect. Yeah, with respect. That's all it is, like having respect and especially working in hospitality and stuff. Yeah. Just people, hard. people sit down and like – Acts like you're serving them, and I just think it's just so rude. So, so when would you actually get angry at a waiter or waitress? When what calls what you- for something for you to be upset about at a restaurant? Like, oh, have you ever see. been like pissed off? See, no. Red. Oh wait, so if like I'm just, working, no, no. If you're, no, if you're a customer, if I'm getting served, oh well, Campbell and I will go to like dinner or yeah. breakfast or whatever and I'm the type of person like if I've ordered something and they've brought it out that's wrong, I'll politely ask them to bring me out what I ordered right but Campbell would like order a steak and get fish and just cop it and I'm like no thanks no. like I picked what I wanted so you're on the like menu a more, um, I'm just reasonable refined version yes. of Gemma How about like Gemma Gemma oh. and her food fucking back no see I would only do it like the, there was this one specific time I went to this one restaurant to get this eggs benny that I was oh, like I love eggs craving benny. and they do the best eggs benny Where? and they brought it yeah. tell me it was just it's no they favorite. do this they do this in Indulgence roll and it's like with an eggs benny roll the with the hollandaise sauce, sauce. Oh, and favorite. I like it with I the smoked it. salmon and I oh. used to work there and I just know what one I want and they brought out like something completely different I was like hey I'm so sorry I actually ordered that's like this. me at Bill and Tony's and it's like I didn't come here to order to get bacon and eggs like I got came here to and get my indulgence and, roll and where is the indulgence roll from it's from one. Morning Glory Cafe oh, Morning Could Glory. You, I used I to work that. there you advertise it on Collide yeah, I used yeah remember? and I used to I worked there from when I was like 12 and it was so funny I used to have to wear a t-shirt that said well because my auntie it was her cafe oh that's right I worked there from 12 shout out Vicky shout out Vicky Daly we love you and I worked there from when I was 12 and all of my family has gone through there of some degree like Dish pig or something. Has and Sarah I remember, worked there? <laughs> yes, Sarah. I don't remember Sarah working. <laughs> she did when she was in. Maybe oh, before I we knew her. My tea out there. Dish when pig. she was in like high school. Yeah, I love it. Um, and I used to have to wear a t-shirt that said "I love Morning Glory." <laughs> <laughs> and I was twelve, and I looked like eighteen when I was twelve years old. Like did I just had this tight out? little top on. Did you know what it meant? No, didn't. And everyone, I kind of understood. Like, yeah, like boner in the morning whatever yeah. but I didn't fully get me and then I remember this one time on the way to work I got in a car accident <laughs> and I got out of the car I was on my piece I was 16 and I had an, an I love morning glory t-shirt on and everyone was like they were looking at me like what 
the fuck is wrong with you? Do you know you? what that reminds me of? I had I had a similar experience when I was little. You know, remember JJ's? Yes. Are they still around? And they used to have those What's tops. JJ's? Like the, it's like a general pants, general like pants. a just jeans, just JJ's. Oh, yep, yep, the yep. chain. And I went in there when I was younger and they had this, I love dogs. So I saw this top and it was like <laughs> a bulldog, like, you know, and I was like eight or nine. I was, well, I was probably about 10 because I could buy it. And I was like, I want to buy that top. And it was pink with a bulldog on it. And I wore it to this family trip, <laughs> but it said, I love puppies. As in like, I love t- big titties. Oh, puppies. Dog. But I thought it was just a cute, like, I love puppies. And I wore it and my family friend was like to my dad, do, do you understand what your daughter's like wearing? Wearing. And I wasn't, dad came up to me and he like, oh my God, Ellie, like, you cannot wear that top anymore. Like you were 10 and you're wearing a top saying, I, I love, love puppies. puppies. Yeah, see, and I was like, what? Why? And we, I had this, we had this running joke in my family, like all of the old photos, like, I used to wear some seriously questionable outfits. Because you don't understand it And though. this one time, like, Supre always used to have the most oh. etch shit. Like, why did they ever the sell real. T-shirts that would be like, um, save the whales. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I so, like, my family just write me off because I was a sucker for those stupid big oversized T-shirts that yeah. said shit like save the whales or warning, princess in the house. Oh, prin- <laughs> oh my God, did you wear <laughs> Yeah. And there's this photo of me in LA. I have to find it. I can it. imagine I mean, warning, and, like, princess I was, I was quite a chunky girl, like what a chunky younger, monkey. chunky monkey. No. And for, you know, but my mum used don't to condone that kind of chat yeah. on the potty. But oh, no, sh- as a young, <laughs> but my mum used to like, they used to just let me wear whatever I wanted to wear, which was stupid because there's all these photos of me in these tiny little denim, sh- <laughs> denim shorts and a pink top. That's cross saying, warning, princess in the house. And I'm up against a Ferrari. Like, like, Loving it. What yeah, shoes would like, you wear? Little high tops? Like high top Connies yeah, always. I can imagine that. But I used to have like a bit of a phobia because I like um, thought that like my legs look really chunky and high tops. So I used to make my mum make sure she could get me a few low pairs as well. Oh, low pairs as well. Yeah. The best story is when you went to Europe and you were like, you know, all my friends were on diets and like weren't even enjoying the food and like I don't give a fuck. Like I'll just put on weight and eat really nice food while they're losers and so boring. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. That's, like, that's the best thing. I don't thing. have a complex about my weight. So I know. I, I just do not like, care. You've got I, pound it out, sister. Yeah. Pound Europe's it. pretty good though. You feel good about like Be eating because you're you just eat whatever you want but you're always like – Walking around everywhere, like <laughs> you do when you look at you, your, you walk, do, you walk everywhere, it off. and you um dance on nights out. Yeah. So it kind of makes up that you just eat whatever the hell on you want. On this note as well, this is what I was talking about with Emily downstairs because I was thinking so many people are organised to go to Europe, like for June, July, and a lot of mm. groups, like my sister's age group, have not done their Europe trip yet because of COVID, and I, they don't know anything about Europe. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, we've all been so many times. Yeah. Like, let's just talk about it for a bit as well. Oh, we 100%. Some recos as yeah. well. Are you going this year? Um, I'm not, but Alice is moving over there and Mia's over there. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go see them. So wait, yeah. are they so, doing London or Paris? Well, Alice is moving over to London. London, yeah. Um, Taylor's living in Paris with Jake and Lily's going over to Paris for a little bit, but Mia's living in London. But sees Taylor all the time in Paris. Yeah, they just get the train or they go somewhere and good old stuff. But, yeah, Mia Dagasino is the best person to travel with because, like, she eats like no one I've ever Mm. seen before in my life and she'll eat 
and try anything and everything. Like she'll she have food. like I really miss her. She'll have like some crazy concoction off the side of the street that some random ladies like whip together. Give a fuck. Just like she'll try anything and it's so fun. Like we'll always go and do like crazy fun shit. Because it is really annoying when people don't yes, eat. Exactly. Like, you're just like well, just, I'm trying to enjoy And also myself. just try it. Like mate, you don't eat you're anything. In, you're you're in, so in, but fussy. like as in not not eat. I would eat anything in Europe and yeah. like you it's try like everything. Food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like pastas and like pizzas yeah. and. About snails. Yeah. I had a snail yeah, the other did. night. You can't go to France and not have snails. Yeah. Like you know where I first had nice. snails though at in Bali. Oh really? Oh, that would have made you probably Sweetie. quite ill. Sweetie, um, what's that club? Coup is that when you got food coup d'etat? No, oh, that's nice though. But not your coup d'etat. And yeah. I thought it was actually really nice. They were like garlicky, like yeah. prawns in this like little like it was presented. They do really the well. best sushi coup d'etat. Yeah, they do. Mm. So I thought that was um, safe, but probably not. Yeah. So but when we went to Bali, like I pride myself on someone who has like a bit of a stomach of steel, and I have like a really good immune system usually. Yeah. So that's why it's a bit bizarre that I got so unwell, but. When we were in Bali, we went and did this little island trip and I just got a bit cocky and was brushing my teeth with um, the oh, tap mate, water. why would you do that? I know, but that I do like, it on the mainland and it's fine. You shouldn't do it and then, anywhere yeah, there. Anyways, I got so like literal definition uh, you're playing of with excuse fire, the – no, do the it. The visualization, but like actual tap ass. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that was like on. me. I didn't vomit. I'm not a vomiter, but like I was like so unwell. And it was just so funny because I'm always the one that when, like, when we're traveling in Europe and all my friends are like, oh, I'm sick. I've got the flu. I've got tonsillitis, all this shit. I was like, get the That's fuck me. up. We're going out. Like, no, we're, it's he- we're the here. Europe cough, though. People don't mm. understand there's a difference. Like, by the end of Europe, like, if you go to Ibiza, you have like a scat horse cough. It's, it's just the aircon. The aircon partying, yeah. like, people in those rooms. They say it's like, from the, the water in the but air. But everything. Is such a thing as the EOS cough. Yeah. We all got that. Yeah. I got just Europe in general. I think, yeah, so they say it's from the water in the aircon being pumped into the rooms because you're so hot. But yeah, so when we're traveling, I'll always be like, get up. We're here for one night. Like, just grow some fucking cojones and just I let's feel go like out. I am better I'll be like, yeah, so just have a few up. shots and you'll be fine. So when we were in Seize Bali and I was really, yeah, carpe diem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we were in, um, when we were in Bali, I was so unwell and we went out and I was like doing shots of tequila and like wearing a white outfit stupidly and going to the bathroom and just I know. Yeah. Anyway, so I lasted a pretty (laughs) good chunk of time. Like this was like four days. I was really sick, and on the fourth day, I was kind of coming good. And we went out to Ulu Beach. We got back to Uluwatu, and it was like two nights before my birthday. Um, having a few shots, I was like, okay, guys, I have to tap out. I left, went home, and then <laughs> the girls were talking to these, like, um, weird American guys when we were there. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm in bed asleep, and so they come, the girls come knocking on my door, and then they're like, Emily, we, we brought someone. There's someone here to see you. There's oh, someone no. in here. And I was like, fuck off. If they brought these stupid, like, cunts back, cunts back I will be absolutely blowing up like i just could not be <laughs> fucked to deal with is. them like and I then Kev a walked in and surprised me wait bali what? on my birthday but oh you, you that's really cute yes. how cute is that it's it was so unlike him i was were like that, that was to... the point i knew he was a changed man uh, i was like wow wait were you going out def- yeah we were going yeah. out we were going out no he, you um, weren't you were broken up and he just freaked that's something he would have done that's something he fully would have done no, like, he ah, came and surprised me, and then he came on the girls' trip, and it was just by him himself. and the girls That's by big. himself. I know, especially for him. Don't did he you have think? fun? Or did he say yeah, he fun? had fun. Like it was good that that like the girls were there because 
he just like surfs and when he's not surfing he gets really bored just sitting yeah but around. i feel like you girls are fun though yeah but we had so much fun it was good and then like another one of our good friends who's his good friends with was there as well so we were able it like kind of all like day it was just meshed. it was like the hu- so much fun but it was so funny because i was so so sick and i was like oh my god he's like i booked us a, a villa over here and so we went to the villa it's so frustrating they had two single beds in there and he's like oh well this is perfect because you're sick as fuck and i don't really want to go anywhere you near and your you. bloody sister and so we're sleeping like this and in bali all of the bathrooms are like um yeah, open I know, air. I know. Like, like it's um well, there's no doors and shit so and I'm, yeah. I'm going to and from the bathroom throughout the whole night just like shitting, literally party. shipping water, like water yes and he was you know like, sarah's not gonna go back disgusting. ever no she's like i literally don't think i can go back to bali after being that she sick. was so sick. yeah she was the sickest i've ever seen anyone oh my god when i got gastro i was thinking of her i'm like i don't know how she mm. did that for five days she straight she and occasionally came out with us like occasionally i'm like how did you do that Alice has this thing about Bali because when we were there, when we were there, when the Bali bombs yeah. happened, that was the craziest mm. situation ever. Our family have been on so many family holidays that have just been like, we used to say that someone in our family had this bad curse because we've been put in the most like fuck insane situation. fuck situation. So the first one was the Bali bombs. We were staying at the Intercontinental and it was... Um, Love that hotel there. We had like a booking at this restaurant out the front of our hotel, which was just on the beach at Jimbaran Bay. Yep. And that – I remember someone in our group, it was like a seafood buffet or something, and part of the crew that we were with, like, didn't want to eat that. And so seafood. we ended up going to one, like, down the beach Why or something. Why do you seafood along there, though? Yeah, yeah. And I remember we were sitting out the front of this restaurant on the sand and like the whole ground just started shaking mm. and it was like crazy. We were really young. So oh, you were ground, there for that. Yeah. So well. we were there and the whole ground was shaking. We were like, what the hell's going on? And the and the workers were like, oh my God, it's like a There's, bomb. And because it was it a was bomb on the, the beach as yeah, well. It, that, it was at the restaurant on yeah. the beach that right near where we were supposed to be going. Did you see it? It was like it? a whole wedding. Well, it was pretty far down the beach. We felt it, felt but it. I don't think we saw it. And then I remember everyone pretending, oh, it's just fireworks. And we had to like go this back way back to our hotel. And then that we were in scary. lockdown. And then we had to move to Seminyak and... We got this call pretty much that there's they're planning apparently there was going to be another bomb in Seminyak. Oh my god! Your and parents so were I remember freaking. We were like getting these phone calls and we're just like sitting ducks in this hotel room and it was just like so, so wait, crazy. What yeah. was the night when the your family people you knew passed away in the actual? That was the first one. So when, that was before yeah, the beach bombing. Though. That there, there were two Bali bombings and they were both on the beach. So what they do is no, they, one was in the club in town, more in Kuta, wasn't it? Where your family friends died, where it's gone now. Completely that bar restaurant. Where you're, um, oh, well, I thought it, I thought that one was at the beach no. too. So the second one was at Jimbaran Bay and the first one, I don't know where the first, first one was. The first one's in Kuda Acrosfi, you know, from that everyone goes to Sky Garden. Yeah. Oh, it must, it's yeah. the road from there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know where no, that one was. But that was the one that, that my they auntie's um, sister yeah, was in. That's and where, yeah, I think people from the eastern yeah, suburbs were there. It's like a party place. Yeah. And when you walk past it now, like last time I went, they literally just keep it done. Like it's just a rubble of mess still. They don't want to touch it. They don't want to build on it. Ever again, they will never build on it wow. no way yeah that's crazy i can't believe you were there for that like that know, must have been nuts. so fast how yeah. old were you young we were really young was sarah remember. there she was yeah we were all there and then i remember like 
heaps of people just flew out that night but then everyone was scared to leave like in case there was something at the air i don't know it was just but like, we were really young for that what else have we had oh when we were in fiji fun. the tsunami yeah, <laughs> yeah I, remember. I had a fiji edge. experience too yeah i, I remember get, like, it was, nearly helicopter i out. reckon like my my like we must be booking like the monsoon seasons yeah. cheap time for holiday to get six no, people traveling bad. or something I had that. we got because flooded we had, and couldn't leave nearly that's what happened in vietnam as well we got mm. there were mudslides <laughs> cyclones <laughs> we were stuck <laughs> is this just with cassie picturing kathy morgan in a mudslide okay so we were supposed to go on this beautiful um Halong Bay, like oh, um, down the water, cruise, yeah. yeah. I've seen and then we were on our way there, and they were like, "Oh my god, there's massive cyclones! Like you can't go. You have to go yeah. to this homestay." So they redirected redirected us like five hours <laughs> in this car while it's pouring with rain to this homestay. It's literally a house <laughs> oh, on stilts. Someone's home. Yes, a house on oh, stilts fuck. in this tiny little village That's in fucked. Vietnam. House on stilts, and there's like a meter of gushing water under this house like it was crazy that was, was when the we were, family there yeah the family was there and we were living with them it was like bamboo floor but like imagine slats and they'd rolled out a bamboo mat oh you had to like sleep was, you had to sleep had to, with them we had to we all slept in a big line all four all of you six of us, six of you six of us and we had a mosquito net over us and we're sitting around like eating this like food with our hands and but like, like where do we why there? couldn't you go into a hotel because we were I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. So that was that, and then we had to go to this other hotel that was down. That's when we were able to get into get into a hotel. Got there, mudslides on either side of the hotel. Oh, that's far. So we're down in this valley. That was when Sarah got chased by the water buffalo. Have you heard that? (laughs) (laughs) So all you could do was go bike riding around there. We were there for like we had we got stuck there for an extra couple of weeks, like a week or an extra week or something. Yeah. Because we couldn't get out because all the roads. Because it's all mountainy. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up like to get out of there eventually. So we just bike ride every day. I remember like you'd, there'd be waterfalls and they'd, the tour guide would just take us through like. So your water. parents essentially let you run Yeah. Wild. Like, yeah. Well, they came with us. We'd all, yeah. we had, we had a, like a, a chauffeur with us the whole trip and he was just taking us all this weird shit. And then. <laughs> yeah. Vietnam. But to get yeah. out of Vietnam, we had to pay local people to carry our bags for us while we trekked through the jungle up <laughs> the what? streets like because all the streets were mudslid and flooded so we had to trek through the jungle like a couple kilometers to get up to this road i think it was 2010 shit also oh, like first year out of school for set yeah or yeah. maybe 2008 2008 no, or 2010 school. one of the yeah. two yeah and I remember that song, um, Sean Kingston. I was playing it on repeat, like, um, suicide. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was like the song of the, the trip. Song of the song of the trip. Like, <laughs> I'm loving this. <laughs> Just like jamming out. Jamming you out. Know, Vietnam fully. is where I had the worst food poisoning yeah, I've ever it? had in my life. Oh. I and love this. It was fucked. I went to this. We went to um, the we went to the, like the capital, but we went to. Um, uh, raffles, you know the really nice hotel in the city, and it's like the yes, French yes, influence yes. there and stuff. And you've got all the like, and it's a really um, lardy dart hotel. And I went there, and we I have all these photos there. It was a really nice one. I had like red wine, and I think I had one gin and tonic, but they had ice in it. Yeah. Got okay. home, and we were in this apartment. I was sharing a room with Ruby, and I woke up. Family and I, trip, sorry. Ki- yeah, family trip with the fam in a room with Ruby, and I woke up, and I kid you not, I was full blown hallucinating. Like I was like. Oh my god! I do not feel well. I don't even remember walking to the bathroom. I didn't even know where the toilet was in the bathroom. Apparently, Mum came in after. It was like someone had been murdered. I vomited 
all it was like three oh vomit and mum was like that, that Ella she walked in the bedroom and be like I think you just need to go back to bed and like put me back to bed Ruby said I was moaning I had to put headphones in with music or like relaxation waterfall music because I was moaning going Ruby rub me rub me like please can you just like I need something you know when you want someone yeah. to just yeah. rub yeah. your hand or something and Ruby was like mate I'm going back to bed you need to shut the fuck up the worst thing about this was I was so sick the next day my dad has like been allowed to he's gonna hate me saying this but he's like a bit of a he's a bit of a germaphobe and um i could not we i wasn't allowed to tell him that i was sick so i had to keep it a secret the whole time and when we were going out to dinner and stuff he'd be like ordering all this food and i'd be like oh, sorry i'll just have the bread roll and he's like you're all right i'm like yeah, yeah i'm fine I, I ate bread rolls for three days and he didn't pick up on it and then i told him after i was better being like by the way i've been like severely vomiting and shitting myself and i wasn't allowed <laughs> to tell you Oh my god, that's hilarious! Fucked, and because I get that's insane. You remember those moments, though? Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was the most fucked. It was more mentally affecting me too. It wasn't just like Mm, barley like, Oh, I'm in pain. It was like bad. And then hallucinating. My godmother had it too. I remember when I told you when I was waiting, they were kind of pissed, and I went and waited with my godmother to get into that hotel. And she farted really loud. And I was like standing there and it was so awkward. And I was like, she just looked at me and I was like, are you okay? And then she was like, I'm fine. And then mom and her ran in and mom had to sleep in on the bathroom floor pretty much because she was shitting all night. And dad oh was like, God. you're disgusting. Like, yeah. I would not want to be your dad's no, wife no. when you're really, really, really yeah. sick. Like oh, at all. He just wouldn't want to borrow it. Let's get into the soupy odds. How mm. did you, how, t- speaking of travel, yeah. what made little baby Emily Morgan go, I'm, oh. I'm doing this. Well, I remember like a good friend of mine from high school, like when we were in year 12, we always said we'd go and do it together. But I was always like, oh, if, if I'm with Campbell, like I don't really want to go and just like mm. leave him to go and do it. It's like kind of something that you'd do if you were just single. single. And not not more so because of like single vibes, but just like you obviously wouldn't want to go and work overseas if you were in a relationship. You dismiss yeah. them too much. Totally. But um, I remember I always said in my head, okay, like if Campbell and I break up, like that's going to be the first thing. Thing I go and do and then like we broke up and I was like sweet I'm gone went and did it straight away and I just spoke to my friend and another friend who did it and just got all the information I needed to do it like there's so much you need to do to actually get into yeah. it yeah so what have you got to do so you have to do this full course it's called your STCW 95 and under that bracket there's like five different licenses that you have to get so one of them is like your first in first aid first in firefighting what? Yeah. oh yeah tell them yeah firefighting. so firefighting and then there's like marine, marine security and stuff for pirates like oh my full God. on because when you travel through this specific area in like somalia oh, yeah, it's, it's just area. like they just hijack boats and just kill everyone and rob it and shit that like sounds it's like gnarly. fun how the fuck yeah. does that go down yeah well if you were to ever have to travel through one of those areas like the boat usually well the boats i was on higher security so you have like men there with we, massive guns did you just ever standing around the whole edge no i didn't do it but um the boat had had to do it before and so you high security, but there's all this crazy stuff you have to do. But the firefighting one, you have to go in full firefighting outfits. Yep. So imagine they get like 20 shipping containers. Yes. <laughs> and they line them all up and it, they line it out like a like a 70 meter yacht. So they map it out Where like is levels this out. At? It's out in the middle of Whoop out in the western mm. suburbs at this place and they start fires inside the 
the shipping containers. It's Sounds pitch like black. TV show. Yeah, it's kind of like What's that. You know that the one, the yes. celebrity one, uh, um, one that SAS. I love. Yes. Yes. So there's, do you know that episode where they have the dead bodies and you had to, they had to go in and find yes. the people. Yes. So that's what they put in these containers. SAS. Those I'm big sorry. human figure yeah, things yeah and they're so heavy like it's like a they do like a 70 to 100 kilo person so they put they put people in here this is like your final test is it kind of fun or weird yeah but it's really scary because like when you got your oxygen and there's only certain amount of there's only like x amount of oxygen yeah. it starts ringing when the oxygen's low and stuff and so it's you just could pass stressful out. Yeah, so they light fires in here and then you have to go in the pitch black in oh. a team of like three and save the people. And like there's all this like specific – because if there's um, smoke, it's pitch Flames, black. Yeah. Like it's so it's, it's actually quite terrifying. Well. Yeah, And like for example, there's like – did you know that there's like seven different types of fire extinguishers? And if you, if you <laughs> well, use – Well, no, we didn't. Yeah, Care to explain? If you use the wrong fire extinguisher on the wrong type of fire, then you can – add fuel to Blow the fire pretty like much. an electrical fire exactly and but you put water on electrical have one in like places so they they estimate the most common fire oh, and it will building. be that one okay. like the, most of them are that. general ones but like go, a lot of the electrical ones and like specific ones for oil and in a in a mm. on a yacht if you you need to know the right ones to use and it's just so wait you're stuff. training it's to crazy. do that because they are relying on you to save the rich family yeah well in the boat. yeah <laughs> i know i mean so on on you all need to know how to do it for your licensing but there's like when so you do all your drills as on the boats i was on there were about 25 crew on on the each one yeah um that's for like a 70 to 80 meter super yacht and of that crew, you all have designated jobs in the case of each emergency yes. and who has to do what. And you also have to do your um, your survival one, which is you do it you do it <laughs> out at yeah you do it at quant- you do it at the airport where they do the Qantas for the planes. Yeah. So they have this they this. have this big pool there that you have to practice all like the um, the rafts the blow up rafts and what you do and stuff. So you jump out at of the airport. Boat they have them. at the airport for the Qantas training as a flight attendant you have to do it really but yeah so then the final drill is they set like waves in this pool (laughs) and it's pitch black and they have sprinklers going so it's raining and you have to jump out of a boat well it's like a setup thing and then you have to you're fully clothed jump out of a boat have to get crew out have to light um blow up the the raft get people into the raft like it's who are the people that you're getting into well, we were just doing people. the fake people were just other people in our Wait, so did course. all people pass this or this is where people like kind of like – Well, it's pretty hard to fail. You just have to do it. Like it's just a matter of doing it. And each one is – it takes – a week and a half. Surely, to do the some whole people thing. are like, absolutely not. I'm not yeah. doing that. Well, then you, can't, you don't. You can't go, go. do it. Yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah, you would not I be would able not to pass. do it. I yeah. would not. Pass. You have to be. It is not a job. You would not want to work on the super yachts. I no. would hate like, it. No, but it I'm is, saying I. I mm. would not even know how to like navigate my way through yeah. a boat as just like a normal yeah person. so you have to like get all your boat license you and everything for ten days. Doing stuff like that would be so fun. I know. Oh, like when we were having a chat about it and like. The thought of just like holding different things in my hand mm. and like remembering things. Like of I'm what? I'm up in the clouds yeah. all yeah. the time. You just find <laughs> Steph like out on the deck I reading just, her novel. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I always describe you to people. I'm like, 
Steph Allen is like missing part of her brain. <laughs> she's just the type of person, the parts that she's got are like so on the ball and intelligent. Yeah. And then the bits that she's missing, you're just, just like, like you know, yeah, no, that makes somewhere. a lot, a lot of sense. They're missing. I have you had asked a lobotomy. Me the dumbest questions. Yeah. I'm like, What's how does someone who's had asked? like a law degree ask me a question like so this? So I was speaking to Em when we are in the office, just me and her. I was like, okay, so you were in like house service on the super yacht. So tell me like. How do you like wash your sheets yeah. to perfection? I was like, what? She's just asking me all these random things. And like, so what do you use when you cut this? And I'm like, <laughs> what? She's like, can you just give me some more like cooking tips? Like what would you your pair with Your obsession with cleaning and yeah. cooking has just gone. Like I think you've gone back mm. a few steps. So like at one point, like when you were trying to get yourself into it, you were just like obsessed. Yeah. Like whenever something would come up cleaning or cooking, I'd be like, oh, I, God, don't, don't, I don't bring this up. Here we yeah. go. Like it's going to go on for like an hour now of her asking weird questions about you like cooking and cleaning fucking products oh I'm like God. yeah fuck I, i'm a big cook a cook like a, i like to cook a but lot but don't you reckon you just like it's a natural mm. you just like doing it yeah i love it yeah, yeah you know what but I mean? you're I obsessed you just obsess you over forced shit. yourself to like no stuff. i think i was put on this earth with like no common sense so like yeah, I agree. when people get home mm. from work and they're like oh i'm just gonna go into the fridge and like throw a few things yeah i love doing that that's, yeah. Me. Yeah, like, that's me i'm like wait yeah how does, does your this brain happen? work like that? Like how does how does this happen? Oh. And if I if someone's like sends me a recipe and they're like and then shove it in the oven for 20 minutes I'm like but what temperature in the yeah. oven? Oh, okay. Like I don't Yeah, I'm, see people ask me for recipes and things and I have to just like I'll just voice memo them like, all right, just put oh, a just few dashes of this in. Yeah, yeah. Follow recipes. Do this. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I if they're like, how did you make in. this? I'm like, yeah. all right, brown this for like a little bit until it looks a bit like this and then just. Yeah, you're very good at that stuff. I just tell them, but they're like, so like how how much of this? And I'm like, I Because know, I think because like, you ask might you like, like mm. direct, like yes. written stuff, specific. like specific. Like yeah. you get caught up too much on it. Elsa yeah. and I are in a, in a bit we're of a, a bit middle ground. We're a bit like like we're just flowing with it. I just go with the flow. Go with the flow. See, I hate following shit and reading stuff. I'm like, nah. I'm but, not reading um, that, you know? No. <laughs> yeah. You're like a, the definition of a creative. Yeah, you uh, are. Oh, yes. Like you in the right. sense okay. of like, like... That's why you two work like as a bit... Yeah. I don't like... St- heavy stru- tasks. Too structure, yeah. I like structure, not tasks. Mm. I don't like heavy reading. Even though cooking's not heavy reading. But you know what yeah. I mean. Like yeah. Yeah. measurement stuff, I'm like, meh. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway yeah. we're getting So you fly into where to start? So I, I had some friends of like Campbell's family friends who he's like um, in the yachting industry. He's like sales for – who did he sell for? Anyways, a big – they did all the regattas everywhere and he was like the grinder, which is like Ooh. one of the main – he's like – What's anyway, the grinder? It's just in a sailing boat. There's like a position that's called mm, the grinder. And it's just their hard. job is just to go like they have that to be the big awful. muscly guy on the boat that just goes yeah. all the whole Some time. Some workout the whole but time. But yeah, so he they were in the yachting industry and I went over and stayed with them for a bit and then we went over to Majorca and I was like living in, at, in Palma for like a month and you just kind mm-hmm. of get like day work and do day jobs and during this, you kind of are signing up to all these agencies. Yeah. And it's like the one industry in the world that you could get there and they would be like, nut nah, and turn you away because of what you look like, literally. Like that if you're, used to be air hostesses yeah. though as mm, well. Like yeah. contests and stuff. Well, now it's like, it's oh, so illegal. Oh, you yeah. can't do that. You'd be like. But um, so but on your resume. But they still do it. You yeah. can just say no for another reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And so on your resume, you have all your stuff and you have to have a photo of yourself. And there were a few times, no, no, but I got asked a couple of times, can you send a full body photo of yourself front and back, please? I was like, what are you going to say? Were you like, are you going to put me on a Russian oligarch's boat to get human trafficked and murdered? Yeah, I was like, so I just sacked that joke. Like, I mean, sacked that job. I was, um, I was pretty lucky being able to get jobs as quickly as I was. So the first job, like I was traveling around for a little bit and then I started working for a week and got a pretty good job. So they just fly you. It's like an industry that is just out of this world. Like the wealth is just unmatched. So the first boat I was on, it cost – so I was flown from – um where was I from Mallorca to Nice and Mm. then the captain came and picked me up because he was picking up the chef as well who he was good friends with and then we drove down to Marseille which was like three or four hours and we were in a shipyard there and the boat was about to go in the water again it just was getting touched up oh it was out of the water yeah so they have it yeah 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 so it's like sitting on the edge and um that's crazy and then it got put in the water and they yeah and (laughs) i remember so that boat i was on there for a month as like a temporary stewardess and what was the family so it it was owned by this guy his name was mr c he was a mr c C. i never i never met mr c you never met him no because he was an american car dealer that's how he had his wealth but he chartered the boat out as well so he would have guests on board so you had different guests come on yep so different guests come on. what kind of people so that first one was like so we did a three-week charter which is like pretty um, unheard of yeah like that's a long time normally they're about a week or like 10 like they're like holiday stints yeah 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 but three weeks so pretty much we had a it was one so that's 21 days where you are working yeah 17 hour days you clock off to shower, go to sleep, clock on and you're working all day. And it's like oh I was doing God. like 45,000 steps a day running around on this boat nonstop. I just want to hear you're about these on. people yeah. who are getting so the, these boats for So that for long. that boat, it was grandma and grandpa and they were on there the whole time. So they were in the master. What are their the names? Top. Like who are they? Um, they were just – Do you know what they it did? It was actually the daughter that was the wealthy one. Oh, I forget what she did, but we didn't know that she was the one paying for the boat until the end of the trip. Oh, God. Was she Her Mexican? name was Claudia. They were a Mexican family, yeah, but they were um, not like, proper like drug money, gring- gringo. No, no, no. <laughs> it was like grandma and grandpa, their kids, and then their kids as well. Yeah, their their kids were between maybe like the youngest was like maybe 10 mm. and then up to about 20 did they were they nice they were nice the kids were because the the families below the grandma and grandpa and the siblings that were related they were all just completely normal yeah. people like us and it would be like um you know guy just like hit the jackpot yeah and he yeah. was loaded yeah. so we were they were all pretty normal mm. but really they're the most dangerous ones it's the people that aren't the wealthy ones because they're, they're like, in the middle that's ground that's what i was gonna say they're that, the like worst. a little bit more demanding they're like fuck yeah like what is the degree of mm. um the ch- chores yeah. they could or demands they well, could throw at you the charter boats are normally pretty bad because it's people who hire the boat who don't really have the money to own their own yeah. one kind of so, yeah. so they, they think they're re- it's the mid it's the people that are just below the really wealthy yeah. that are just like they Demanding want people like um i didn't have any of these experiences but people would like be asked to peel grapes before oh they ate God. them and just stupid shit like that because they could ask for it. Like oh you'd have to God. do anything they asked pretty so how much. How about if like the kids were like there and they're just like, yeah. I want to 
chocolate milkshake, you'd have to go. Oh do yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's like, like that's creamy. like easy peasy Just like vibes. constant night. Yeah. Well, there's service team and housekeeping team and everything. You have a headpiece in. You have an ear earpiece. Yeah. And the radio, and so you just kind of go like and talk. Like they would never see any communication or logistic between you everything's done very behind the scenes oh like God, it's a pretty a it's a massive op- operation so like, i could yeah. say morning could i please have um some like a chocolate milkshake and the dinner that you're arranging tonight i actually don't want to eat that i want fish instead and you'd be yeah. like absolutely absolutely and the chef would have to do that so they're like michelin star chefs and they're just insane and it's so good because if there's any leftover food yeah just they they would make us lunch and dinner every night as well but it would obviously be something a lot more basic but it was just the best food like what kind of food just like i can't even caviar who picks the food there was caviar so for the first boat i was on it they were there for three weeks so there was one half of the family for the first week and a half and then the second half week and a half was another half of the family so they swapped Mm. so we had 14 guests on at once wow and for that boat it cost 0.5 so for three weeks it cost 1.5 million euros just to charter the boat and then and then with their provisions so with all the food and drink they had so you kind of give a list of what you like before and then we stock the boat full of all of that oh my god i love so like dom perion and they had bloody margaritas yeah if they have lobster and they want like they they tell you what food they like you make a rough menu throughout like prior yeah, just and like then Italian, like, and then I went camping with this chick that used to work on the super yacht she mm. did it for like a year but she worked on one boat the whole time mm. and with the owner mm. she said the Obamas came on Oprah came on mm. she said that like they would get a helicopter off the boat fly somewhere slaughter like um a cow or a <gasps> sheep and it would come like literally paddock to plate there oh my god they would have caviar flown over from, from russia oh who did she work for yeah it's this one things really like that rich american guy who worked at, he was really high up in television and yeah. then he would have all these guests on yeah it's crazy the just, money it's yeah fun. so like things like that like a girl, my um friend a guy who i was when i so in between both boats that I was working on I lived in like a crew house which is kind of like a hostel but for all yachties and you just have like yeah like you um, all live there and you you party every single night and then you get up and you work all day where do you party though off the boat when you in have their time crew off. houses, there's like oh, you're saying not when you're working. No, this is this is, this is in between jobs. Yeah. So I was just living in it was in the south of France. Nice. We were in Antibes, is the yachty kind of community. Yeah, and um, there's all different crew houses, and there's all these really cool bars, and you all just go and have massive nights, and then you go and work. And people had been in those crew houses for months trying to find work, and I was in there for five days, and then got another really good job straight away. And you're oh. happy to leave and work and that was again. me, and that was me brushing jobs I didn't want like I was really specific about I wanted to work on a between 70 and 90 meter yacht because when you get them when they're too big you just have one job and that's all you do the whole time but when they're too small you do everything so you want one that's in between between. and then when you go below 60 meters the corridors like too small turn from like a hotel into like a boat and you're waddling around it's like a bit more condensed whereas the the when they're too big it's too 
cruisy vibe, like, yeah. which you don't love. This is so, so weird. Um, Think you about housekeeping. Yeah, I was housekeeping in the morning and then I'd go into service at night. So talk me through. So, so what my you day did, to day. The housekeeping. Okay, so I would like, wake up. Me and my me and my um, roommate. She's the best. Her name's Sarah. Shout out. She was from Montreal. Montreal. Um, she. Um, we were in a cabin together, and we'd both get up in the morning at the same time. We'd get ready. We'd go and start work so we would have our radios on and we'd be doing stuff in the back end of the kitchen waiting for like the service girls they'd be like all right emerald room's free and so shit the guests from emerald Emerald room (laughs) or whatever room it was would come up and then we'd go down into their room and you'd have to change the sheets every day fresh sheets the room's always nice looking or they trash them well, they just would leave their clothes around. Like when the guests come on board, you they put their bags. They just like, give you their bags, oh, and we have, have to, to unpack, unpack them. them oh, all. dream! Yeah, and so we'd see some of the Fuck nice yeah. clothes and be like, "Yeah, was it really nice?" Stuff? Some like of her, I wear that she tries on all that. Yeah, yeah, that type of vibe. Yeah. So we like you. The best thing about ha- housekeeping is you're just like with your friend, and you just like you just chilling. fuck around yeah. the whole time. You just laugh and you just talk so much shit. But how do you make the bed? Mm. Oh, it's just wow. like, yeah, hospital corners. The beds are really good. They're made to be like... Um, they're quite hard, I'd imagine. Yeah, but no, they're made... Like the good boats have beds that are easy to make. So like you just have to like tuck, tuck in, in yeah. the doona into like the edge of between like... But you obviously have to iron the all the sheets. All the sheets had to be ironed. But every you do day. that in laundry before. So every wash... Every morning dry, you're washing sheets. Wash, yeah. dry, every... They have clean sheets every night. Yeah, every oh night. God. Any towel that had been touched had to be replaced and washed and Jesus, the washing folded. would be out of control. I know. There's like... The laundry room is like... Each, each room has its own washing machine pretty wow. much. And so you just you wash. Touch yeah. It, yeah, and most boats like... Um, just have like a laundry guy that's down there and they he just they just do it like a wizard but this like boat we all kind of just went through and like so you did the washing though some of not me particularly but people did yeah and we'd help like in the morning my first duty would be to get up and help fold the washing but like yeah. towels had to be folded like really specific and i'm just so anal about it now like the way towels are folded because you've been taught yeah and like the way you're fo- essentially going to finishing mm. school on that boat like you're yeah. learning everything yes. about how to be a domestic goddess <laughs> yeah and Seth's so hashtag jealous it used to <laughs> i would hashtag get fired on the mm. first day and it used to freak <laughs> me out like people trusting me to wash their clothes when I didn't know how to wash certain things that like you know did you ever get any like yucky like undies undies? oh I would never like pay too much attention to it I just chuck it in you know but yeah have a little brow (laughs) 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 but um I yeah there was this little boy on the boat that used to just like follow me around like a puppy dog it was so so cute but the thing the hard thing was like especially on the second boat was like because I'm such a personable person yeah like to work on these boats you have to be like a a robot robot. like they don't you're not allowed to to have a personality you're not allowed to care about you and your life story yeah well these guys this first boat was pretty good and i just like couldn't not do that sometimes so and what? then like give us an example would mm, you be like like for example if you were like yeah 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 well i pretty talking? much got fired off my second boat for that oh because like, you're too friendly yeah kind of like they just were like well i got really friendly with 
the younger family and the little kids. I used to look after the little kids and I was on their kind of duty to hang out with them because originally I wanted to get a job on a boat as a nanny and look after the kids. I wanted that to be my job. Yeah, so I did get this boat on a job as a nanny. None of them spoke English. The little kid, like, it was advertised as this really amazing job. They were like, you're going to be in a guest cabin. Your job is to look after the one-year-old boy. Anyways, I ended up getting up, getting on this boat and it was like only for a month and it was like disgusting. I remember they had suitcases in my room, like the, all the other boats had been on, they greet you really lovely and the, everything's really well, the clean and put really together. Nice, yeah. yeah, the staff, it was like a really like lower class boat. boat. Anyways, they were so unorganized. Like there was How did a you stewardess get cooking this? shit for the, for, for those crew, like for the guests at one point, the owner and I, it got to the point where, yeah, there were all these big, fat, old men and yeah. the young wife that didn't want to be there. Like she was sucked into this. So what did you do? Did you stay well, the whole I was, month? I stayed the night and, and I woke up off. in the morning and all the other girls on the crew were like, this is fucked, this boat's fucked, we're trying to get out of here and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, this is terrifying. And I was like, oh, like I don't know if I want to be here. Then they're like, you can't quit before us. Like we're going to quit today. Like, How do you quit, quit though when you're in the middle of the ocean? Well, no, this was docked at Monaco. Okay. Um and I was like, oh, my God, this is so etch. And, every like, the crew were all speaking Italian and then the, I had to share a bathroom with this <laughs> old lady who was the carer for one of the grandmas <laughs> on board. And I was like, what the fuck is going fuck, on? So this whole boat was, and it was just, like, fu- like, it was just faulty I did, towers, it reminds it was me just, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just, like... And I was, was trying it a to, nice boat? Like if Steph and I saw it, I'd be like, oh, that yes. Interior was really ugly. They'd and just messy. done the out. Ex, they'd just Whose done the boat exterior. was it? They owned it. They owned it. And um, they just – so the little kid that I was looking after was a little rat bag. He couldn't speak English. He was a tiny little kid and he was trying to like drink nail polish remover. And I was like Jesus. trying to take it off him and then he would start crying. And oh then the my God, was so blowing awkward. up at me because the kid was crying. And I was like, So Bro. wait, how long did you last? How did you get off? So it got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm, I'll just do it for the month. It's fine. And then an hour passed and I was like, oh my God, I, I'll just do this for the week and then yeah. I'll just make up an excuse. And then an hour, another hour passed. I was like, oh my God, I'll I do this, this to the end of the day today and then I'll Can you just make run up something up. And then it got to the point where I was like, fuck this. I just went down to the room, got changed, grabbed my bag and walked off the oh, boat. Oh, you didn't even say anything? Didn't say Did anything you get in trouble though? I was trying to meet the stewardess who was my boss to like liaise with her and make up an excuse and she just was nowhere to be found so I just got up and left I said sorry and did you get somebody any in my family from work or anything like the actual no. people that organized it no, no no it's very like it's one industry you could just, just go in and out you could matter. a get fired on the spot for absolutely nothing in the drop of a hat you yep. just dropped or b vice versa if you need to just leave so like, what do you think that family did? yeah i don't know but it was just <laughs> so horrendous. they were just it was the worst weird. experience especially compared to the other two boats that i had been on so that was a massive wig out and you're so little like yeah. it would be really overwhelming but um like for example i'm have i'm experiencing shit like that and then my friends on a boat with kylie jenner and <gasps> he was in charge of taking travis scott like he was his chaperone and oh he like he would take travis around jet skiing through the island what were they like yeah amazing apparently really lovely oh God, sophia ritchie was on board oh, that's, yeah. who was on board sophia ritchie oh, like everyone scott. yeah no it wouldn't have been with scott no then. he was just it with been kylie they were yeah. friends oh, with yeah, kylie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it all started and then yeah. um yeah so he and he said one night they all went out clubbing and he had to go with – he went with them and Travis, like, took over this random club and just started, like, performing oh. in this club in – Say Blink-182. In the South I'm of having – that yeah. is my, like, song. Yeah. Yeah. 
for my wedding. Yeah, I yeah, love that. So um, fuck, what's it called? I've just had a blank. Just things like that. Things. And then my other friend, she like had like um, Dana White, like the UFC guy. On oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. just, he's yeah, like well, a big gambler and big money. And she just, there'd just be so much like crazy. Apparently he's shit. pretty hectic. And what was like the worst experience really? other than that that you had or what made you be mm. like, I'm done? Like, I Oh, can't. so no, I kind of got pretty much fired, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like really close with the kids and the family of that family had invited me to come back and like be their nanny. Yeah. And I Who turned it down. Who was this family? Like what this was, was This was on the second boat. This was um, um – So you have first boat, then that weird experience, then mm, second boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, he had like started, I don't want to talk about specific cause I feel like some people, but he started a big company that does like money exchange Oh, yeah. yeah. and he's like, um, a British like entrepreneur, I guess. And Billionaire. yeah. And mm. it was him and his wife on board, their kids and their kids. And they were all yeah. legends. Yeah. And they, the younger kids were so cute and the middle guys, like they were all right. Like they had this son who was like a middle-aged bachelor and he was just like so bizarre. Like just I just find odd. the weirdest shit in his room. I'm like, you're like, a Like what? He'd, he'd just like be doing weird shit and like, like quite obviously um, the aftermath drugs. of like having a bit of a – feeding the chickens session oh like, yeah just like weird shit and I'm like, would oh, he try and like so party weird. with you guys and like fly nah, nah nah he didn't well not with me anyways i was like didn't even did that ever happen where time. like staff would like kind of get it on with the people on board um, oh oh not the guests no but no. the crew that's would not, fuck the crew yeah the yeah, crew that's massively but imagine if you met like some yeah. rich bachelor and you just like fuck i know it. there's, that'd be there's the always dream. so yeah. much yeah i know that's like i was kind of hoping something like that would happen imagine how good that would be <laughs> yeah just and like then i was on the flip side but it was really like bizarre because while i was um working like the maloofs were on their boat in Europe as well and I was speaking to Azura who I was good friends with at the time and yeah. Ed so they were like all of my friends were partying on the Maloof's boat while I was on a boat like right being, being a slave, being yeah, a slave. and I felt like Fuck. such a pleb like I was like oh. yeah that's the moment <laughs> but, sometimes I mean, you'd the have the money is just insane yeah so, what's the money like so that first boat they paid with their provisions 2.75 million euros for three weeks oh Jesus. just to go on the boat for three weeks for eat and drink as well um, they tipped, I think it was maybe like, it was rather like 7% or like 13%, something about that. And every person on board got 28,000 euros. Fuck, right into your bank no, account. No, 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 not 28,000 euros. That's sorry, a so lot. Sorry. That That's was like just AUD, 14,000 euro euros. tips. Yeah, so it's 20, yeah. Yeah. Something. Oh yeah. my god! So if you were grand. smart, you could set yourself up. People for life. were setting themselves. Like my friend, um, who the one who I went to high school with, she's still doing it. Yeah, just bought an apart, bought an apartment, pretty much like outright. Like but you know, just, Sarah Tiffin did it for ages. Yeah, that's what she did. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Carly's friends did it. Mm. They did it all the way up till we were like t- over and bec- three, twenty-four. And if you charter, if you have seven charter trips throughout that season, that's seven. Like imagine across a ten week period, if you do seven charters and you make X amount of money, mm. yeah, that's it's crazy. Like sets money. You up. Plus you have your three thousand or three and a half thousand dollars, three and a half euro salary that you get monthly as well. Wow, and then, pretty good. For and your rotation, your like a good rotation, is like three to one. That's three months on, one month off. But oh. I was on like a four to one rotation or a five to one rotation. So you have five months on and then one whole month paid off. 
and they and you get flights to anywhere in the world and the boat pays for it so you could fly home for the month or you could fly oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so and, um, but you're well, just so that people anyone who would want to do this mm. you are never swimming in the ocean yeah, you're on no. your feet what 14 hour day so that's when the boss is on people are on board when yes. no one's on board you're just maintaining the boat so you literally have to dust vac with a tiny little nozzle, every single surface of the boat, every single day, I mean, like to suck well. in all the yeah. I just want to have a break. Well, I'll, I've like got a bit blushed. of a I've got a bit of a story about not feeling well. Um, but yeah, so you dust back the boat and you just work Monday to Friday night, like um, nine to five. nine to three, yeah. and you have an hour break in the middle of the day, and then you explore. So I was living in Nice for a month before we had guests on board. So I was living on the boat, but living in Nice, and so I just work Monday to Friday and then go and travel on the weekends. That's and cool. Stroll around so and do that's why people do it. Yeah, yeah, and so it's only the busy times of the year when the people are on. So for the rest of the you're so it might be 10 months of the year. I mean, 10 weeks of the year you're doing really hard work. Oh, and the rest mm. of the year. Oh, it's you're normally about, it. yeah, it's normally about 20 weeks because you'll do a European summer and then you'll do the Caribbean summer. So you swap between. Caribbean. Did you do the Caribbean? No, I Caribbean. didn't. I came home before that. So, yeah, she pretty much so we fired saved by me. So two different names. But I got mm, fired. So when I was working on that yeah. boat, my really good How friend. How do you say it in Caribbean? Caribbean. 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 You said Caribbean and you said I think Caribbean. It's, I think it's I Caribbean. Caribbean. I think it's Caribbean. But I'm not great now. I and it's realize. the Maldives. Did you know that? Maldives. I say Maldives. Maldives. I say Maldives. Maldives. I think it's it's Caribbean. Yeah, Caribbean. that's what it is. Yeah. But um, I got off the boat just before that happened oh, because yeah. – so my really good friend passed away when I was on board, literally spoke to him the night before, woke up to Alice calling me, telling me he'd passed away. So obviously Jesus. I was really upset and emotional and my eyes were a bit. Yeah. So I still worked, pushed through. I was like, I'm going to stay Probably better here to work and not come home. That and then like four days later, my grandpa passed away, mm. which rocked me as well. And then I got called up into the room and she was like, you're just like a bit emotional. And I don't think that this boat's the right oh fit God. for you in the that mental, in the mental like state that you're in and all this stuff. Like we think it's best that you like go home and all this stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? But I think it was because she didn't really like me, the chief stew, because I got along quite well. She was like this Australian chick. She was like 40. She's like one of those 40 year old chicks that like would wear her hair in pigtails. Don't. You know, those fucking fruitcakes. Mine's in place. But like they used to like fucking low key bully me on that boat. Like, cause I used to just eat all the leftover food. Like I would eat so much food. And one morning I was like, oh my God, like save me a bit of the really good bread, like to the night service chick. And she put um, a Ziploc bag with, bag with a piece of the bread in it and wrote Emily oink oink and drew a pig on it and pinned it up on the wall. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, and I just wanted to be like, sweetie, I wouldn't care. Just call just me a pig if, bread. if yeah. you look like that and I look like this. You're fucking fuck you. pigtails. Yeah, yeah, sweetie. yeah sweetie. You should have swung her around like Matilda. Got her I know. And just flung no, her it off wasn't the boat. her that did. It was oh. another one of them. But like, they all just like everyone's very perfect clicky for and pulling. they they bitch and stuff. That boat was particularly like I didn't. They, I clashed and there was this one girl that just like started heaps of shit mm. and coming from the boat I was on where everyone worked really hard and this boat people were just really slack and I felt like I had to do their jobs for them to make it good but I now I think back to it I was like, like oh, I, should I shouldn't have just off. just yeah. not done it yeah yeah because it wasn't gonna no one was gonna get in trouble for it like but I was just such an OCD perfectionist that it had to be done mm. to Your the way. best yeah. standard especially considering like the other boat but 
it's yeah it's just like a crazy crazy, crazy world so what would but, be the end consensus mm, that you'd well yeah, there was this the one you the, the one thing stories. i was really scared about is like i don't get, tell your sick story mm, yeah first. i don't get boat sick but i am petrified of vomit like i yeah. i never vomit but when other people vomit oh, like you it's, hate it freaks me out like particularly to like when we were younger and there were four of us and someone was sick like we all kind of shared rooms when we were younger and it used to, I used to not be able to sleep at night at the thought of like Sarah vomiting or Because she's someone. a big vomit. Yeah. Like my room at our old house next door to mum's now. Yeah. My bedroom used to be opposite the bathroom that we all used. Do you remember that Yeah, house? the old house on the opposite yeah. side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I remember like – I would be like stuck in my room, not being able to leave because Sarah would have the door open, vomiting in the toilet, like screaming yeah. violently at the toilet it for is, hours a after a night out. And and because when she was like 18, I was like 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it was just terrifying. And oh, so I used to be trapped scared. in my room. Uh, like I couldn't get out because Sarah. Sarah's there screaming alcoholic. her guts out. <laughs> yeah. And I like, it just traumatized me, I reckon. Yeah. And anyways, we were on the boat and we had to cross over from sardinia to the mainland yeah so there was a bit of a crossing through through some sea and there was about to be there was about to be a big storm and we had to do it that night otherwise we would have been stuck and not being able to finish the trip and so we had to go and it was like the scariest thing I've ever experienced. Everyone's like, all right, everyone's like in room lockdown. Everyone get the guests into their room, oh. get their beds into the main salon, which is like the main living salon, area. Because it's like that. the most yeah. central area. So you pe- move their beds, their mattresses up so that they d- were in the center of the boat. And so they, they wouldn't feel down it as much. And wouldn't feel it as much. Like yeah. there's really good stabilizers on the boats now, especially the new boats. Like the ones I was on were good. Like you couldn't even feel the boat moving. Like oh, the stabilizers. So like nice. I would be running in the treadmill on my day off and the boat was moving and I wouldn't even know. Yeah. Like, I went, crazy. cause I've been on a big, the, not that like a small boutique mm. cruise thing in Europe and you could not feel it. Yeah. You I can't. love that. It's crazy. You feel like you're in a hotel. Yeah. And, um, so we, they were all in there and like, they were all really seasick. I'm so glad I wasn't working that shift because people had to clean up like vomit. Oh, and they stuff. were really bad. Could you feel it that night? That oh my god! Like yeah. my, I kid you not. Like That's no one was done. allowed to be moving around the boat, so they were, the boat. I kid you not, was moving like this up and down. Like were you it was scared? like you it was eight meter swell. People, <gasps> was, you had to be sitting down. You weren't allowed to stand up and move so because people knock over shit and. The deckhand that was on that night vomited all over the. Do you reckon like, that was the right thing to do to go through it had that? To, you night? had to do it. Why couldn't they just wait? But that a week? wasn't even bad. Like that was quite like that's quite. That sounds. Bad. So it got to the point that for eight straight hours or however long the crossing was, I ended up falling asleep. But I was in my bed, so you have bars above your bed. Oh, and then you were holding. I was it. holding on, getting air in my bed, <laughs> lying like literally getting air as I'm sleeping. Were you kind of crying? I was freaking out. I just put my rain sounds in. I can sleep anywhere, but I just put my rain sounds in calm and you were scared but my, like i'm gonna my, wake up and we're gonna be in the water no no it's the boats are so big but my yeah. my friend on the boat she vomited down the side don't, wall and i'm there going <gasps> like getting, getting full-on air in my bed like i i kid so you, you not were like it was like you're in a washing machine. washing machine up and down like bouncing what the fuck yeah and it was just like the craziest thing i've ever experienced it was and my room was right at the front of the boat just below deck and it was like you just get the front of the oh because you're here just up and down like it was i can't even explain to you but then when we got there it was like so exciting there were just so many good experiences on their yeah 
there were places that I just would never have seen before and experiences I had like um the Grand Prix in Monaco yeah, yeah that would like, be just amazing just things like that that were just so cool and even though I was working like some of the I just every morning the sunsets mm. and the sunrises were something that you can just never see never yeah. ever never see, see in Sydney Australia in, was, and like Saint Tropez the sun setting and no it, it sounds, was just like the if most if you could recommend mm. Three places for me to go in Europe. Oh, that's hard because I was on a boat the whole time, you know. But like, like three little spots that like. are amazing. Oh, um, well, I just love – well, Saint-Tropez is beautiful. Is Sardinia. I love Sardinia. Sardinia. Saint-Tropez, I The water done. in Sardinia is, is next yeah. And the French, the coast of France, like the south coast, like yeah, I haven't done all that. the way up to like Joan Lepine is like beautiful. And okay. Because we're tossing up between doing Italy or the south oh. of France and I'm not sure. So the Italian coast is amazing. We d- Why don't you just travel the whole coast and go around? Because mm. like, for example, when I was in the crew house, you get a boat I mean, I would get on my morning train to work and the coast. I'll show you the video. Yeah, but show like, us the video. Um, so you're saying either south of France. The whole south of France of- and Italy all intertwine. The whole coast is kind of like that. So you can kind of go. Depends what food you want. Mm. Yeah, French might be a bit much for me. Yeah. The, I love the, Italian. The French, Italian's probably food is my the yeah. best. Um, yeah. Emily, thank you for today. Now, so, you know we finish every episode with Collider She's advice. been thinking about it. I know, I'm a um, bit stumped. You can do a few if you um, want. Or one. You can just do one. You guys I know what you're recommending. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to – I've recently got a new water bottle, which I love. It's the 5 by Flynn slash mm, um, Frank Green collab. Shout out, Louis, 5 by Flynn. Um, I recently got this water bottle and it's exactly one litre and I just love it because it. I'm – Drinking you know four you're drinking of them the a day. One yeah, I know. Do you drink four liters a day? Uh, yeah, Fuck. I'm drinking four of Do these you feel a day. A lot better from drinking so it. much. It's actually changed me. So I recommend everyone going and getting a five by Flynn one liter water We've bottle. Got, um, yeah, but I, that one's cool with the orange. Yeah. And Sorry. it's so good. Like I just have it with me and I drink it all day and I can already feel it in my skin. Yeah, I've got a And like as well, like it makes water. your like um, metabolism. You your get bowel that movements little poo-poo a little bit out. Get your poo-poo out. It just hydrated. Is, you just feel a lot more hydrated and a lot better, like especially that. when I've been really sick. Like I feel like I need. You need. need I this. love that one. Detox and then, with water. Yeah, I'm also going to recommend. Um, Oh, the marble offcuts. So yes. Mikey's brand is called Offcut, and he does all these really cool marble offcuts, and they're quite cool to have. Yeah, I want to like go look with at that to put all your jewelry on, or just have little bits and oh, pieces. True. They have really cool candle holders. Oh, okay. And I also got a new lamp from my work, which I love. There's a few new lamps at MCM House. Oh, yes. We like one? you. We need and some lamps. And if you do need to buy anything from MCM House, yep. holler at your girl, Emily Morgan. Yeah. I'll hook a sister up. Hook a sister up. Found Collide Gloss discount. Mm. Joking. Ten <laughs> percent off. Just jokes. Just jokes. Only Collide for us. Uh, Eleanor. Um, oh, sorry. I'm holding. Ella really is one of those people where you can say before every single podcast, "Hey, Ella, don't touch the mic. Don't move the mic." She does this matter you, now? Just to give you a visual, she has taken the mic off the desk. Is holding onto it. I hate leaning. It hurts my back. And she she does this thing where she touches and fiddles with things all the time. You were doing it too. Emily. I bet no one. Like, I fiddle with the ropes here. Yeah. Like, come on, girls. I don't know. 
Uh, I'm going to recommend because I was packing for Tasmania. She still hasn't Tas- put it down. Do I have to? Can you fit here or anything? No, it's okay. You go. Um, <laughs> just don't, don't interrupt me. Sorry. Um, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just jokes. Um, I was trying to pack for Tasmania last night. And you know how you just want to get like the perfect amount of outfits? Mm. Oh, I was yeah. saying, like, wait, Ella was telling me the weirdest yes. thing. So she I was going on. Wait, the- I love this. Tell me. So I'm go. I love these Instagrams where they just like style outfits on posts. Like all their posts are just like layered of like clothes and pics they like for an outfit. And I just go through and I'm like, oh, yep, I have that. I have that. I have that. I could make like a version of that. And then I just like do the exact outfit for every day. She plans her outfit for every single day of her I holiday. love that though because Do like I, I find hate packing that heaps of I shit. I find yeah. packing really hard and because I'm always so lazy, I just shove everything mm. in. And then and you're you not end up happy. wearing the same thing the whole so time. And you're not happy with the outfits. What Instagrams do you look at? Um, I've like, saved could a you few. recommend They're like some? all these American ones that I found and now they come up on my feed because I search them like all the time. All the time because I find it really helpful because then you can like reuse certain clothing items with another thing like i'm mixing all my suits i've got at the moment with like a jumper or a leather jacket vibe not the matching suit jacket like i wouldn't have really thought to do that otherwise so how um, long does that take this one's you? called about layering which is quite good so it's all about layering your clothes yeah um and then i have another one that's really good more for like trends and they did like one for coachella and then they tell mm. you where to shop but like i wasn't going to coachella but you know they do like summer cool. or winter cool outfits and they do like all cool brands and shit so how long would something like that take you? Oh, no, it took a while last night. I'm like, probably packing till like 9.30. So would it be like over an hour? Yeah, but if you're just pulling from your wardrobe, I had to do washing and stuff, but and it does do, help. do you try it on or you just like, no, I did try work. on one top because I was unsure if it was going to work, but it did. Mm. Mm-hmm. We love that. Yes, um, the end. I'm going to recommend a book again. I'm working at the moment on setting boundaries in all aspects of my life. Mm. And it is called Setting Boundaries by Dr. Rebecca Bray. And it is really changing my life. It's actually a really great read. Give me Emily, a snippet. you need some of that because you, Campbell gave you some advice. Don't mm. expect other people to, to do for you what you, you would, would do, do for, for them. them. And that's the same as me. That so, is the story of my life. So you say someone goes, not directing this at you, but like someone might go, can you read my CV? Mm. And do that. And I'm like more than happy to do it. But then I'm like, I'm not getting anything out of this. And I feel like all my family, lots of people in my life ask me to do shit and I do it. But then internally I'm so resentful and angry that I need to say, no, don't have time for that. Mm. No, can't do that today. Exactly. Can do that for you Just next to Wednesday. Just please other people. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. So this book is really helpful. Um What's an example like if you had it like for example a boundary with a family member is like maybe like I cannot speak about this subject with you and if we do speak about it and you bring it up with me I will be I'm going to hit you space and I will <laughs> smack you on the bum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for all those people out there that maybe have an issue with that, it's a very good book and you can buy it at Kmart. Oh, oh good old good. Kmart. We love that. We love that. All right, all right guys. Cool. Have a fucking amazing day. Ciao. Right. Ciao. Ciao for now. <laughs>